You know, I'm gonna give you a history lesson. We got some dumbass motherfuckers floating around this country. <laughs> start laughing! And when I do, start fucking. Also, y'all did some nasty ass jokes on my ass, too. Funny jokes and unfunny jokes come out of the same birth. You fucking guys are unbelievable. Why are you laughing? Evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Why Are You Laughing? from the Vaulted Podcast Studios in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. And today I'm pleased to introduce you to Tim the Toolman Taylor, or as you may know him, Tim Allen, of course. Um, Tim Dick. He's, he, <laughs> I, have, I found Tim Allen to be a fascinating story uh, for a couple of reasons that we'll get into in a bit. Uh, but it's also interesting because now we have uh, Mike Harris here along with Matt from Rhode Island, who I guess is a big Tim Allen fan. Yeah. <laughs> so Huge. hopefully you'll be able to fill in the blanks because then – I found uh, some of his life. I think I think he's a very interesting guy, and it's funny that like learning about him, I want to shit on his career less and less than I did when I started researching like the episode oh, yeah. and everything. Um, but we'll start uh, early on, just quickly. Um, he grew up. Everyone uh, you know associates him with Michigan and Detroit, but uh, he did grow up in Colorado. Until his dad tragically died. His father's death was a horrible story. They were in, I think he was, so Tim Allen was not there, Mm -hmm. um, but some of his family, I believe like some of his siblings were, he grew up in a big family. Um, They were at some college football game. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, on the way home, uh, Tim Allen's, or the car got hit by a, a drunk driver. And uh, I guess everyone in the vehicle was fine except Tim Allen's father, yeah. who passed away. Um, and then so Tim and his family obviously moved to Michigan. This was interesting. I don't know what old mom was doing because she got remarried only two years later yeah. <laughs> with her high school sweetheart in Michigan. <laughs> so there's a little gray area there as to what was going on. But it was interesting. And, uh, you know, the, part of the reason I included all of this is, A, because that's obviously a horrible <clears throat> story and very sad, but also – not just losing his father, who he seemed very close mm-hmm. to as a child, but also just moving schools. I heard him talk about this on Marin. The idea of moving, like he was a popular kid in his school in Colorado. And so then when he moved to Michigan, he didn't know anyone. He's the yeah. outcast and the weirdo. And I'm surprised we haven't talked about this yet. Maybe we did a little bit on the Rodney Dangerfield episode. But like that is what breeds comedians yeah. is being outs- outsiders and outcasts and weirdos and feeling excluded. Um, so it's not surprising when you hear comedians that moved around a lot or didn't have a group of friends in high school and everything like yeah. that's very, that's indicative of a lot of, that's how you breed comedians right. basically. I, I also think it's kind of maybe not funny, but interesting that his dad was killed by a drunk driver. Well, and, that'll... well, no, hang on. <laughs> and that, uh, booze and cars were two vital aspects of that's his interesting. personality. That is interesting. Yeah, well, that's st- that sort of stuff shapes you <laughs> in strange ways. Really weird ways. Yeah, that's interesting. That's funny. Um, but, uh, yeah, then, I mean, let's fast forward to the entire reason I did this yeah. episode. The reason I found Tim Allen to be uh, such an interesting character and worth doing an episode about, and in reality, there's a lot of reasons to do Tim Allen, but the one I found so interesting. And uh, I think now we've gotten to the point where – uh, like diehard comedy fans know this, and if you're interested, maybe in like celebrity gossip type stuff, you've probably heard this. But I still don't think the majority of people know this about Tim Allen, who was uh, on the list of America's dads in the '90s. Yeah. 
Um, Tim Allen was arrested for drug smuggling. <laughs> for trafficking. In, in drug, drug trafficking in the 1970s. He ran an operation. <laughs> he was a drug kingpin. He was moving a lot of coke at the time. A lot. Uh, so this is around what year, Matt? 75-ish? Well, in... Maybe he started around them, and in 78 yeah. is when he got pinched. So I, I believe it, yeah. Started, so yeah. 75 is when he started. Uh, he went to Western Michigan. Kalamazoo. He was in college there. Um, and uh, it's funny. They, uh, you know, if you start looking this up, they paint it as uh, Tim Allen dealt drugs to put himself through college as well as, you know, start a stand-up career. But then you hear Tim no. Allen tell the story. That's not true. <laughs> That's not what happened at all. <laughs> he was he was dealing drugs. He got more and more money from it, and he had no interest in stand up comedy in particular. Like, that's not to say he wasn't interested in listening to stand up comedy. But the thought of performing stand up comedy wasn't in his mind. He was a college student who was making a ton of money from uh, dealing coke, <laughs> and he was selling to other college kids. Um, but then his business expanded. So when he graduated from Western Michigan, mm-hmm. um, he, you know, he kept his clientele, but started growing his business more and more. Um, and then I know you said, you know, a good deal about this, Mike, right? So, yeah, the, so the, correct me anywhere I'm wrong. The story of the arrest is pretty yeah. fascinating. So, uh, my understanding is we fa- fa- uh, fast forward to 1978. Mm-hmm. Tim's been uh, doing this for some years. He's got some street cred. Yep. And then, uh, so he's about 25, I yeah. want to say, at this point. Um, so now he's a little older. He's not like a college kid anymore. Now this is like his business. Yeah. Um, and he gets tied up with a, a gentleman who's uh, setting up deals with him. Like one so, of his close uh, <laughs> close colleagues Mike. in the drug game. Guy named Mike, yeah. Um, he had expanded his inner circle like just prior to this. Yeah. And wasn't sure if he could trust the guy. And was told, and the dude was vouched for by a f- close friend of his. Yeah. So. Well, that you, dude that Mike is referring to yeah. was uh, an FBI informant. Sure was. <laughs> so think about that. Tim Allen got to the point where the FBI was infiltrating infiltrating his, his drug organization. <laughs> his drug operation. Yeah. Um, and so uh, Mike, this FBI agent, was uh, working with Tim for a while. Mm-hmm. And then ended up uh, helping him set up this drug deal. Now, I'm so, curious if you know more about it because the story I heard Tim Allen tell yeah. was that basically he had seen this done in, in a movies. movie. Yeah. yeah, right? It was um, the French Connection. Right, 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 right. Yeah, they did the drug deal in the airport. Yeah, so he saw it in the movie and said, no one will be on to this. Yep. <laughs> I, I'm probably the first one to make the connection yeah. that you should do something like this. Um, but I think this mic was influential in uh, nudging him to yes. do it that way. Yep. Excuse me. Um, so they set up guys. a they set up a deal at the airport, and uh, this is very interesting because uh, Michigan at the time had what was known as the six fifty law, mm-hmm. which meant anything over six would it be six hundred fifty grams of coke grams, yeah, which I think is the equivalent of one point four three pounds, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, almost a pound and a half. Yeah, pound and a half. More if you have more than that, if you have that or more on you. Uh, 650 grams or more, then you are facing a life sentence life in the sentence. State, state of Michigan. Uh, that no longer exists. Um, I believe there were still people serving for that. Um, as recently me. as a few years ago, I don't know if they've since corrected that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, that law does not exist in Michigan anymore, uh, but at the time it did. So Tim yeah. Allen got pinched at the airport 
Um, basically, the setup was that uh, he was meeting Mike at the airport. He had to go drop off a duffel bag and I don't know one of the he lockers they had there, locker. something storage locker. He dropped off the duffel bag. Mike uh-huh. goes and checks the bag, and the second he sees that, in, yes, in fact, there is coke in there, um, then uh, uh, police yeah. swarm the place. Well, the the story is so weird, though. Like it just—it's like so counterintuitive the process. Like you, you could tell. tell it was a cokehead that like set it up. Yeah. Because like, so he goes in and he puts the bag in the storage lock. He see he sees the guy in the the hallway, who he's supposed to be making the deal with. Yep. Goes and drops the bag off. His buddy goes and sits down. He walks over to the bathroom, hands the guy the key like on the sly. Yeah. The guy goes in, picks up the coke, comes out with it, and is supposed to hand him a bag of money. <laughs> Which is just like defeats the whole purpose of like this clandestine operation they have going. Right, right. And the guy walks over, pulls out a gun, and says, "Hey, you're you're both under arrest for (laughs) for this." And then the cops had been waiting for them outside. So wild. Such a. It's so crazy. It is so wild. And then (laughs) even more wild than that. Now Tim Allen's facing a life sentence. Yeah. Potential. And uh, I actually have a, a buddy who was in a similar situation, not facing life in prison, I don't think, but a, mm-hmm. a much longer sentence, who was uh, the head of a, uh, a drug operation, a drug kingpin, if you will. Um, and uh, I don't know the circumstances of that one, uh-huh. but I do know that Tim Allen was put in this type of situation and uh, said, all right, whose name do you want? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Just> snitched away. <laughs> um, which I got to say- you know, it'd be the cool tough guy thing to be like, "What a pussy!" And that's what I'm doing. If I ever, if Hell I ever start yeah. a drug operation and I get pinched, I'm whose name do you need? <laughs> <laughs> I'm selling out everybody because I'm not facing, particularly if you're facing a life sentence. Life sentence. Yeah. Um, that's pretty wild. And Tim Allen's only 25 at the time. Yeah. And I think he's, you know, he's at the stage of his life where clearly he made that uh, his career. <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? Like that was, uh, I assume, not just a small income for him, but making him a lot of money. But he is only 25 years old. So I think you're in the yeah. situation where you're like, ah, I'll drug, I'll deal coke in college. And then, uh, you know, that'll get me through to my uh, life, whatever I'm going to do. He sets himself up a 401k. Yeah, <laughs> right. He lives an honest, an honest life. And then you get so involved in it yeah. that, you know, you kind of lose track of that. And I think uh, Tim Allen talked about that a little bit on Marin. Yeah. So he okay. started drinking when he was like 12, too. I know, That's yeah. the whole thing. That story's crazy. Yeah, so he did live... It's funny because I think he lived like his... Uh, not that this matters, but like he was from like a middle-class family yeah. and everything. So it's not like he lived... He was on, you know, on the streets poverty. or poverty. But he did... And I, I grew up in uh, East Long Meadow, which yeah. is a pretty well-off white town <laughs> as well. But I knew a lot of kids that would get hooked up in this... Oh, yeah. In that, in that type of shit. And it's very easy to get... It's almost, It might even well, be more easy to... To get lost the into that world are boring. in a suburb because they're boring. It's not as prevalent there, so you yeah. don't know other people that this has happened to. Things like that. And you don't know what to look for. Or right. if you do have a. You're problem. not a street smart. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but let's hear uh, Tim Allen talk about that a little bit on Marin. And I was lost. So you're like you were you're heading into a life of crime. Yeah. <laughs> into. It, it, I didn't realize that's what I was doing. You know, it just it just, it, it went. You get into it's like I relate to those movies where all of a sudden you turn around and go, "Am I going to be doing this the rest of my life?" <laughs> and, I, and it's it's a terribly stressful existence. What crime? Uh, drugs. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, uh, by the way, Marin's being a little shitty there. Yeah, I think he Tim is. Allen didn't care for it. And Tim Allen in general didn't like talking about this. Well, yeah. Um, which I used to think was like, oh, fuck you, be honest. It yeah. should be in your comedy, all that. But I think Tim Allen is so removed from that. Like, in our minds, it's just a wild story mm-hmm. where it's like, how does that not uh, impact your entire life where you're talking about it all the time? Because when I think of Tim Allen, that's all I want to talk about yeah, exactly. is the fact that he was a drug <laughs> trafficker. In his mind, he's like, hey, I went on. I was on The Tonight Show. I had a Showtime Buzz special. I was I was Buzz Lightyear. I was the tool man. Yeah. Um, why can't we get past that? Jungle to jungle. Right. Yeah, sure. All the greats. <laughs> all the hits. Um, so, Tim Allen, uh, you know, you hear him there, though. I do wonder if you if it was quite that innocent because you know you're breaking the law. Oh, hell you yeah. know, it's not some completely. I like the way they kind of try and spin it years later. But yeah. I mean, um, Coke was such a thing back then too. Tr- like, it, everybody's making money off of that. It was. I I wonder if it, people almost looked at it as like weed when we were growing up. I where think, they're like, yeah, it's illegal, but everyone does it. Who gives a shit? I think it was part of that. But then yeah. you like you think about it and like these. Nowadays, everybody knows, like, back then, it was fucking the Medellin cartel and, like, yeah. all the shit. And, like, he, the shit he was selling was responsible for, like, thousands of people dying and being tortured and these yeah. horrible deaths in, like, Bolivia and Argentina. Tim Allen wasn't too yeah. afraid of the characters he encountered, however. Uh, apparently because not. Because you may be asking yourselves, Mike, you didn't. You didn't tell. You said he was facing life in prison. We know him as Tim Allen. <laughs> Certainly, he didn't go to jail for the rest of his life. Well, he sold out. Uh, I believe two dozen yep. other people. Uh, he named two other two dozen. Other, I'm sorry. Yeah, he may have named more than that. Yeah, his cooperation led to nearly two dozen arrests yes. and a conviction and sentencing of four major drug deals, which was yeah. the that was the key. So like, yeah, so yeah. Tim Allen, Tim. Uh, Tim Dillon, Tim Allen, basically took down uh, Western Missi- Michigan drug dealing <laughs> uh, for mm-hmm. arrest of kingpins, uh, or the conviction of four kingpins. And there is a weird video. I didn't include this mm-hmm. because I am ninety nine percent sure it's a hoax. But the internet is trying to convince me that this is real. There's a video, like um, like a sketch online, of the people, the families of the people that Tim Dillon, uh, Tim Allen. Why do I keep doing that? Tim Allen put away. Being like, hey, like joking that, well, I was always mad at Tim Allen until I saw Home Improvement. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't think it's real, but there's like a 1% doubt in my mind where I'm like, those people seem like they could have gone to jail. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyways, uh, Tim, so Tim Allen (laughs) did it again, um, (laughs) went to jail for, I believe, two years and four months um, and then served another uh, six months of probation. Yeah. Um. Uh. So pretty pretty minimal when you're considering the possibility of life in prison. He was able to shake that off pretty quickly. And meanwhile, while this is all happening, in '75 yeah. he started comedy as a, on a dare. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. graduated college. Yeah. So uh, the story has it. He played. <gasps> I believe it was uh, Marty Ridley's. I think is the name of the place in Detroit, um, where like his friends would hang out and stuff. And someone, one of his buddies, dared him. To go up and do stand up. And, uh, you know, legend has it is I think he performed stand up a little more than once. Mm-hmm. But uh, at some point uh, during all of this, he, uh, uh, Marty Ridley or whoever was running the club at the time, said, uh, Hey, we love what you're doing here. You're killing. Uh, we love to, you know, make you a regular or have you back more often. And he goes, Well, funny thing. 
It's not going to be for another couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> so he started stand up like right before he went to jail, and he was he got some acting roles and like yeah. local commercials mm. and uh, things like that. So he was getting into entertainment shortly before. I w- I do wonder if he didn't get arrested, how that transition would have gone. Like, mm. would he have moved to L.A. and been the guy that hooked everyone up with coke? Yeah, would he have completely <laughs> abandoned it? Like, that's fascinating to think about how that would have impacted yeah. his career. But what's also amazing is, like I said, I don't believe most people know that about Tim Allen now. Certainly, no, I don't think anyone knew it when he was on Home Improvement. Well, anybody who's ever read "Don't Stand Too Close to a Naked Man," yeah. Well, there were there were four people in particular yeah. that knew it before, before Home Improvement. There were four people yeah. that were muttering Tim Allen's name <laughs> every day uh, that knew that knew about uh, his past. Uh, but yeah, like you know, most Americans did not know right. about uh, about that world. But he was able to shake that off when he was done with probation. He uh, moved to Hollywood, California, nineteen eighty one. And he, like a lot of other people, Letterman has talked about this as well, where co- the the path of comedy was very easy for a lot of guys. If yeah. you didn't grow up in New York or Los Angeles, then the way you became a comedian was you watched The Tonight Show and you heard Johnny Carson say every week, this guy, you can see him at the comedy store. And so mm-hmm. guys like Tim Allen and David Letterman and Bob Sagan and all these guys said, all right, well, I guess I'm going to the comedy store. <laughs> so Tim Allen showed up. And, um, you know, I, I was trying to find him saying that this was a Mitzi Shore idea. Uh, he spoke highly of Mitzi Shore and everything, but mm-hmm. I couldn't find him say this. But remember when we talked about uh, the comedy store, we talked about Mitzi Shore's uh, sometimes questionable ideas. Ideas. That sometimes work for people. Yeah. And so if you don't know Tim Allen's early stand-up, like he would go on stage in a shirt and tie with a tool, be- tool belt around his yeah. jeans. Um, and that was the gimmick is that like, he was the man's man. Yeah. He'd say men are pigs, but then he would talk about how, you know, great men are basically yeah. and, and fuck you ladies, which at the time was cool. It was like, Hey, he's, giving, silly he's giving him the business. He's telling him to get back in the kitchen. It was fun. Um, but he, he did have that sort of gimmick to him. Um, which I do wonder if that came from Mitzi Shore mm. and he also had the grunt that we now famously, uh, 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 yeah, we all know that. Uh, which uh. was sort of a gimmick, and I that always made me look at him as kind of a hack. Like I thought that was his, yeah. you know, get her done or whatever, like his little catchphrase. <laughs> when I was watching his stand up, Tim the Toolman, Larry the Cable Guy, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> when I was watching his stand up, I was like, eh, for the eighties, I don't think he was a hack. Yeah, you know, like now it's easy to look back at that and say, like, oh, we get it, men are men and women are different. Who would have thought? But that was like that was very of the time. Yeah. Um, actually, we have, I think we have a little bit of stand-up, right? We do have some grunt, yeah. Let's hear, let's hear some of the grunt. Men are pigs, right, ladies? Yeah! Yeah, yeah right. Rodney's yeah, place. just too bad we own everything. <laughs> 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 kidding, I'm kidding. My mom always called us pigs, boy. Seven boys, you little pigs. You little red-butted monkey little pigs. <laughs> All you do is shit and eat. That's all you do. She said, don't even bother speaking. Just grunt like the pigs you are. She said, all men need are three things. (laughs) 
You don't think your old man grunts? Give him a steak, honey. You like that? <laughs> you want the butter or the salt? <laughs> we got it, Tim. Jesus. So in that, in that context, you can see how it like works for the bit. It didn't make any of us laugh particularly, but it was it was it is what it is. I think the reason I think of it as hack is because it became the interlude for every commercial break on oh, home yeah. it's like we got it tim you're a man you're a monkey you're an ape we understand it was every episode of home improvement but we'll talk about i know mike loves home improvement and i hate oh, it so we'll get to that in a minute but before home improvement uh this kind of skyrocketed uh uh i believe men are pigs is the name of his first special the showtime one I, yeah, think I think so. so too. Um, so yeah, he had a Showtime special, and from that he was such. He was, you know, and he was on the. Oh, actually, you know what? I take that back. I forgot one of the main parts. Um, he was not on the Tonight Show until Home Improvement. So his goal was always to get on the Tonight Show. Mm-hmm. But uh, I forgot. I always thought of him as one of the guys that. Uh, oh, he was on the Tonight Show and he got famous. Uh, that was not the case for Tim Allen, as much as he wanted to be. He got on car like maybe the last one or two years of Carson yeah. when Home Improvement was a hit, but he never got to do stand-up on there. Stand-up. Um, yeah. Not in the early days, anyways. So I did find that interesting that, uh, you know, while the road, everyone said, was Carson at the time, he was a guy more like Dice or Kinnison or people like that that had a cable special. Uh, he had a Showtime special, and that got him uh, movie offers, which he turned down, but he parlayed that into... Uh, home improvement. He right. said, "What if? What if I give you this TV show?" And that was very of the time where he was. He was one of the first to do that. That led to uh, you know Ray Romano and Paul Reiser and guys like that. Yeah, um, he was one of the first. I don't know that to he was pitch the first. His own show, not just pitch his own show, but like have an act. Where this was very nineties, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. where they said, I mean, Seinfeld had a Seinfeld. lot. To, Seinfeld had a lot to do with that, but um, where they say, and Seinfeld actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I think Seinfeld was a couple years before Home Improvement, right? Yeah, I think it was um, literally two years. before, yeah. 89. So, so uh, that became a trend for ten years, probably until yeah. you know King of Queens era would be the last one, where uh, you have an act a stand-up act that they say, hey, let's build a, a, a show around this. Roseanne's another example. Yeah. Um, Cosby. I mean, there's, there's a million where it's like, oh, you have this act where you're the wholesome family guy mm-hmm. or you're the mom of a, you know, white trash family like Roseanne yeah. or you're the pig husband who loves cars and tools. Yeah. And that was Tim Allen and that's how he got a show and that – resonated with America in such a huge way to the point where uh, I think Home Improvement started in 91. um, And then in 94, there was a week uh, in November of 1994 where that week, Tim Allen had the number one uh, show, obviously Home Improvement, the number one book on the New York Times bestseller list, which was uh, Don't Stand Too Close to a Naked Man. (laughs) Which was his uh, autobiography. It's really a, a funny, objectively funny title, I think. And uh, <laughs> and the number one movie with yeah. the Santa Claus. He's the only person to win that triple crown. Yeah, the, no one else has ever done that. So Tim Allen was a monster in the nineties, yeah. and that, so uh, the Santa Claus was like the 
the Christmas movie of that decade. It was great. So he's huge with children and families. Then he gets Toy Story, which him and Tom Hanks, obviously. Uh, that Toy Story was a monster. That was probably the biggest movie of my a year later childhood. Yeah. 95. Yeah. 95. Crazy. Yeah. So Tim Allen is in some of the biggest things ever. And he did. It's strange. We talked about this with uh, Bob Saget. And I think Saget never really changed who he was despite Full House. I feel like Tim Allen did. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's the core of my issue with him is, like, I like comedians who talk about their lives and their experiences. And so I look at a guy like Tim Allen and think, like, I don't remember the drug smuggling episode of Home Improvement. Wow. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> So you're having the same issue with this as like you had with Seinfeld. It's like he's selling the act. Yes. Like, yeah. he's, he's selling the act. That's all he's doing. Yeah, I, that's not a bad comparison. I yeah. guess that is a little bit of my issue uh, with Seinfeld. And it would be my issue like if, uh, you know, Louis C.K. did a show where he was a happily married monogamous man. <laughs> you know, I'd be like, what the, what, what the fuck is this? <laughs> um, so, you know, I think that was my main issue with Tim Allen. Huh. But then when you go back and look at the success, it's pretty hard to argue. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it is hard to argue having the number one book, movie, and <laughs> television show. And Home Improvement was a monster. Yeah. But, so you liked Home Improvement. I did. I enjoyed it. I hated it, even as a child. Same. Oh, see, I I liked the slapstick like uh, aspect of it. Like he would always like hurt himself or like glue his head to a board or just like some. He would always do something stupid. And I, think like, that was, oh, I think I think that might have been overconfident guy who like is all is really dumb. Like, I think that was the part I hated about it. <laughs> oh, see, but I it, loved it. It was <laughs> so home improvement. I was born in ninety one. When Home Improvement started. So I was literally born like two weeks before I think Home Improvement started. Okay. So it was always around when I was a kid. It was always 10. (laughs) It was always, that might be, that might be a big difference too. Yeah. So it was always around, like I remember it being on when I was a child, but wasn't really watching it. Mm -hmm. So it existed in my childhood. And then I think I went back and watched it when I was a little old and was like, oh, this is dog shit. You know, (laughs) because I was already fan, a fan of other things at that point. I wasn't a fan of it in its prime. So maybe if I was 10, I would look at it differently. It was was like the only thing that was on TV that was like funny. I don't know. I I was, I was like seven. I'm sorry when it came out. Well, 20, I mean, 20 million Americans would agree with it. It was, it was doing, uh, you know, monster ratings. And it was at a time where still like now you had cable, you Mm -hmm. did, you did a cable, but it was still things that were on ABC, NBC, CBS, yeah. and Fox had such an advantage over everything else. TGIF, like the, man. Those were the monsters, yeah. yeah. Uh, was I don't think Home Improvement I was TGIF. Think? I think they were on uh, like Tuesdays or Wednesdays. I think they were on with uh, Roseanne, if I'm not mistaken. You might be right. Yeah. But um, no, I, I really enjoyed it. I liked the, the – there was like a – you could see – what they were trying to do, like he was the funny guy who was like kind of a dope, and then they had like Al Borland who was like the straight guy. Oh, completely. And there's no, a, no, I, a there's a generation of of dads that can yeah. completely relate to that. Absolutely. That are the meathead, and you know it's probably a lot easier for me to look back at it now and be like, this is all, we've heard this shit ten million times. Yeah. But uh, you know back what? Back then it was new. Yeah. But even you know what? I don't know that it was new because yeah. now I'm thinking about like Married with Children, children, and uh, Al Bundy. I think was that type of character so yeah. much better than what Tim the Toolman Taylor was. You know what I mean? Like, and maybe you could argue that Married with Children was a little more PG-13 rated. Yeah, and uh, Home Improvement was a little more G rated. But I, I, I guess that's just my taste. Where I would look at Married with Children and say that's the guy. That's the type of meathead. 
uh, who, you know, uh, yeah. li- lives in his glory days of high school and that type of shit. That resonates with me so much more than the clean cut version of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, see, I always looked at Al Boyle and more of like a, like a Homer Simpson type. Like Tim more, the Toolman Taylor, you mean? No. Al Boyle. Uh, uh, the side Married with children. Uh, oh, Al Bundy. Uh, Al Bundy. Al Bundy. Yeah, Al Bundy. Yeah, Al Bundy. Yeah, Al Bundy as like more of a Homer Simpson type, where he was like, you know, did his own thing. Yeah, and wasn't trying to be a family guy. Yeah, but I just thought of them because I think those type of ca- uh, those characters would be so like if you got shows together, Al Bundy and Tim Taylor would hang out. Yeah, I <laughs> talk about that. the glory football <laughs> football days and shit like that. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think it was just a different ver- like what your tastes are. If you're more into like slapstick, that sort of shit, then yeah. Home Improvement would be for you. Whereas if you like the idea of a miserable Al Bundy bitching about his wife, I didn't understand that back then. I was I was seven years old. Now you'd love Mary with Children. Yeah. yeah. It, it, now I mean you'd understand it, but like back then I was like a kid. I was like, oh, right. oh he just blew up his dishwasher. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Like it's, you never see that Wilson's yeah. face, do you? Yeah. Isn't that wild? <laughs> he the, the the difference between I loved Mary with Children. The difference between yeah. Al Bundy and Tim the Toolman Taylor for me is that Tim is more like Homer Simpson, great comparison. Yeah. Tim is more of like mad scientist because you have to remember yeah. too, he had a successful TV show. <laughs> Tim had a skill. That show. was a lie. Yeah. But <laughs> oh, that's, you know what? That's what really bothered me about Home Improvement is I was like, why is this guy, I had public access in East Long Meadow, Mass. And what was on there was usually town announcements. Why? Why was this show so? Successful? Oh, it wasn't a public access show. It was like it was a network TV yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. He was on. It was like no, this it was old local house. to Michigan. Well, yeah, it was, it was local. Yeah, it but was, like, but this old house was local to Massachusetts. And oh, everybody so knows it was on Bob like Vila Fox twenty five. Yeah, it sold okay. ads. Yeah, yeah. All right. it, and and like that, like he was he was dumb, but he was also like a smart. Like he knew what yeah. he was doing, but he always. Went in with a blind confidence that exactly. was like admirable. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's why I like Al Bundy more. And Al Bundy fits, to the, fits people for shoes. The lifeless right. degenerates. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, right. It's a different, yeah, different yeah. but the same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah but, no, that's that's a good point. Yeah, but, but yeah, that's what all, I think. That's the main thing that bothered me as I was like, he wouldn't be this famous. He wouldn't be getting a. <laughs> so they wrote in Tim Allen in real life got an honorary doctorate from Western Michigan. Yeah, they wrote that into an episode. Uh huh. They're not honoring fucking. <laughs> yeah, but you know who he's like, and this might not hit for you guys, but it might. Um, are you familiar with Nick, Ron, and Pete? No, the Cardi's oh. furniture guys. Oh, in Rhode oh, Island, they were they yeah. are celebrities. Okay, well, so you're dude, telling me Bernie and Phil would get an honorary doctor? Absolutely, from, yeah. from BU, totally, or Elliot okay. from, uh, from yeah, yeah, whatever. from Jordan's furniture. Yeah, from Jordan's, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. I'm willing to buy that. Is is it only in New England where buying furniture is a carnival like experience? It's an event. <laughs> like I hate every second. What of is it. it? Like oh, we have a movie theater and a, whatever, we're keeping right? it in popcorn. It's and... Bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> it's the strangest thing in the world. Well, that's, that's what that's now. Now you put Tim Allen in a furniture store. Now I'm watching. <laughs> now I understand his fame and fortune. <laughs> you didn't enjoy his bulb blaster gag yeah, where right? he he put he put you know bulbs from rose bushes into a gun and shot them into the ground rather than yeah, them yeah in. that's was, right. Yeah. He always did like ridiculous shit blast. like that. So great. The Binford sixty one hundred, whatever the fuck. Yeah, you know, you know you know what else is weird is that that kind of launched. You forget Home Improvement like launched Pam Anderson's career. Uh, yes, which like yes, Lisa. Boy, were the '90s a time where you could ju- like, she's hot. Isn't that something? <laughs> yeah. Heidi, Heidi, and Lisa. Heidi. There's a blonde with big tits. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> and, and every episode with her in it, there was a joke 
Yeah. Her being hot. Oh, yeah. Every... Oh, well, now, you want to make Married with Children comparison. That's their version of uh, Kelly. Of Chris, Kelly. Yeah. Christina Applegate walking in in a half shirt. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God, a woman with tits. Can you believe it? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. For the folks at home, uh, Christina Applegate had breast cancer. <laughs> if, you, oh. if you didn't get that joke. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, so, yeah, home improvement. Was a monster success. Yeah. Uh, Tim Allen was making one point two five million dollars per episode by the time that ended. Um, that's and that's crazy. that's also got to be a hard thing. I guess they kind of had to end. I was going to say that's got to be a hard thing yeah. to end. Not that they ended on top necessarily, but it did get to the point where they're like, now the youngest kid is like eighteen. Yeah, and he's they, a, he they made him a goth. goth. Yeah, because they needed to give him Mark. something. They, yeah. they need to give him something interesting. Jonathan Taylor Thomas left. Yeah, yeah Randy. <laughs> so it just became like now. I think the kids were too old to keep doing the show. Yeah, but if you're making uh, a million and a quarter an episode, you got to be like, like, hey guys, come back. What do they have grandkids? <laughs> I could be the crazy grandpa. <laughs> um, but in 1998, towards the uh, end of the run of Home Improvement, yeah. he did also uh, get a DUI, which I figured was just interesting to cap off the. Uh, criminal t- 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 Tim Allen <laughs> aspect, but not really. I mean, you know, he made a mistake. He went to counseling for it and court ordered yeah. uh, rehab, I believe. But then that led to him getting sober. Um, so yeah. good for Tim Allen. I think I think he stood. Did, uh, stid, why can't I speak today? Did still drink for a few yeah, years, for a little while. Um, but I think he's been sober for about twenty years now. So uh, good for Tim Allen. Mazel tov. The reason why he started drinking is also kind of funny. Because he saw, so he he was like, oh, I was always a big fan of cowboy movies. And he's like, so I, I'd see these guys Wait, walk everything in. he did. Yeah, but he's like, I'd <laughs> see these guys walk into the bar and be and like all sweaty and dusty and like, pour me a whiskey. He's like, I thought whiskey would be like this refreshing, nice, yeah. cool beverage to drink. I, yeah, I heard him say that on Marin, <laughs> yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, so I walk in and be like, so I, I saw some whiskey in my buddy's dad's cabinet. I took it out and I took a swig. I was like, oh. Wow, this yeah. is nothing like I thought it would be. And for that, like some kids are like, "Oh, gross! I'll never drink whiskey again." And other kids are like, "Well, I got to drink till it tastes good. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to be a fairy. I got to know what all the fuss is about." <laughs> so uh, yeah, so good for Tim Allen. He got sober and everything. And also, we're talking about the success of Home Improvement yeah. being a monster network show. But also, at that time, we mentioned the first Toy Story and the Santa Claus. Now multiple sequels have come out of each. Um, you also have Jungle to Jungle, which you mentioned. Um, Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. Great oh, movie. Shit. Which I think is Galaxy Quest in that movie. Did they like rip off Sigourney Weaver's top and you saw her bra? Something like that. That may have been. I've often publicly yeah. said that Lola Bunny was my first direction, but it may have been Sigourney <laughs> Weaver in that movie. In that but, movie? Oh, it was alien for geez. me. <laughs> well, for me, it was just movie. like, a bra? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Was my rotten pecker hard? <laughs> that sounds that sound vaguely familiar. On a woman? <laughs> I think that was Galaxy Quest. I could well, be wrong about I, that. I, so when that movie came out, I like didn't. I had a, I had a hard time understanding it because I was like, "Oh, this is Dana Barrett. She's not attractive." And I was oh. like, "Oh, how did they make Sigourney Weaver hot?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's in. He's in some monster film, and yeah. Ga- Galaxy Quest isn't wasn't like a. You know, by today, like if you put it out today, I don't think it would make an incredible amount of money. But that was, I would, I would not be surprised if that was a hundred million dollar movie. Well, it was more relevant back then because right. Star Trek, 
Yeah, it was the next generation was, was still, and on. it was mocking that sort of. It, shit. it was yeah. the scary movie of its time. Yeah, exactly for, for Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he is in all. I mean, uh, just a cavalcade of family content. Yeah, <laughs> from, yeah. RV. Yeah. <laughs> Or was that Robin uh, no, that Williams? was Robin Williams. Robin Williams. I think? Yeah. Oh no, Wild Hogs. Wild Hogs. Well, I mean, I wouldn't list that as one of his successes. Hey, pretty good. I like that. <laughs> the movie. cast in that movie was outrageous. John Travolta and Robin Williams was in that too, wasn't he? Ray Liotta. He... It was John Travolta. Was. Uh, no, it Tim was. Allen. It was uh, Ray Liotta. Oh my god, was it Ray Liotta? Yeah. Oh, and I gotta look at this last one. It was four motorcycle riders, wasn't it? Oh, Martin? You know what? Maybe I'm Wasn't thinking Martin. There was Wild Hogs. Yeah, it was Martin. And there was also there was also there was also Old Dogs. Was another old. One. Dog. Oh, he yeah. was. He did a stretch of rhyming movies for yeah. some reason <laughs> <laughs> that were all bombs. But uh, Matt from Rhode Island liked him, I guess. So that's good. A feather in his cap. Yeah, I like that. Um, but yeah, so he's in he's in a ton of monster ton. hits, and then you don't hear about him for a while. <laughs> Um, you know, I mean, he was in Toy Story, obviously, which yeah. came out uh, every few years. It felt like there was a new Toy Story, but it wasn't like he wasn't the crazy star that he was for a while. You didn't really hear about him. And then uh, Last Man Standing came out in 2011. Yeah. And that wasn't, you know, it didn't have the, I'm sure it was equally good <laughs> as far as writing as Home Improvement, but it didn't have like the cultural impact. It uh, but, wasn't the same. But no, but for... Uh, network TV at that time from 2011 to 2017, whatever mm -hmm. it was on, um, that's about as successful as you get, Last Man yeah. Standing. Yeah. And it had a run, um, but then Tim Allen suffered from uh, the one – listen, you can smuggle drugs, you can get in behind the wheel shit-faced, who cares, it's wild times, as long as you're making money. But if you are – if we find out <laughs> – you, you voted. Are, you voted for Donald Trump. Are you are a Republican. You can go fuck yourself. Yep. It's <laughs> so, absolutely outrageous. exactly. So Last yep. Man Standing uh, was on ABC. Suffered from a bad case of conservatism. <laughs> he, uh, he he and and it was for those of you that don't know, essentially like uh, the inverse of Home Improvement. Well, it was it was now, exactly. It was funny because you said like, what if the kids had grandkids? And yeah, I could be that wacky. The, dude, it's literally that show. It's that, but like they're they're girls instead yeah. of boys this time. Now he's raising women, yeah. um, and it's crazy. But still, so owned a. In the show, yeah. I guess the other thing that hurt him probably similar to what ended up hurting Roseanne, ironically, is that uh, in the show he had, like, he was a gun guy yeah. who wrote for some, like, political blog or something like that. He owned there were elements of... Uh, outdoor like shop or something, yeah. yeah. There were elements of, like, his political interests in yeah. there, and he backed Trump. He publicly said he voted for Trump and everything. So um, they did their Bad best guy, to yeah. cancel that show. Fox picked it up for another season after it got canceled by ABC. Of course Fox did. Um, <laughs> but even, I'll tell you that, Fox canceling it after a season yeah. suggests that, I mean, it probably wasn't doing insane numbers. You know, I think for um, uh, network <clears throat> TV at the time, anything above like a couple million is pretty yeah. good. And I'm sure in middle America it did great. Yeah. But, you know, uh, it wasn't a home improvement type of eyeballs. So if you're Tim Allen in 2011... You don't get to have those views. You know, I'm sure in 95, he could have uh, voted for Ross Perot if he wanted to. <laughs> but but uh, not anymore, my friend. So things changed yeah. uh, for the tool men. But overall, I mean, he's still in those Toy Story movies. They're making – this is how successful yeah. Toy Story was. They're making a prequel to Toy Story about the real Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. 
So that, that movie is about like, what if Tim Allen's character in Toy Story was a real guy not. that the toy was based on? Yeah, not voiced by <laughs> Tim Allen, by the way. Yeah, yeah it's voiced by Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Chris yeah. No, no. Oh, he's, the other Chris he's, Evans. He's too conservative too. Oh, that's right, Chris Evans. <laughs> silly me. I'm sorry. Um. So yeah, all all in all, Tim Allen sneakily, and I hate when people say that, but I think it applies here. Sneakily had one of the most successful careers yeah. in comedy history. Like you don't think, I mean, when you think of one of the great comedians, you don't necessarily think of Tim Allen, but if you think of just pure success, like I said, no one has beaten that yeah. of never mind the same week. He's got Tom Brady numbers. Never. Yeah. For, for real. <laughs> but I mean, like, take the same week thing out of it. Cause yeah. that's just, that's almost like a fluke. Mm -hmm. Who else has had like when uh, Seinfeld was number one, Seinfeld was maybe the biggest monster of a television show ever. Ever. Was, was he also in a hit movie at the time? Or multiple hit movies? No. No? Like, B-movie wasn't particularly successful, you know? And that was after Seinfeld was done. So to have that kind of a run that Tim Allen had is insane. And I don't think a Seinfeld has ever written their own book. Um, <laughs> well, you know, Seinfeld did, but it was all, like, transcripts of his yeah, act. Yeah, I was trying to make a joke about <laughs> oh, his <okay>. wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, another, another gem of literature. <laughs> well, no, didn't she steal her cookbook? <laughs> Oh, did she? I don't Wasn't know that, that. the whole joke? Never mind. Oh, Never no, mind. I didn't know that. I don't Never mind. That that's, was just, that's hilarious. That's a failure of a joke. He, his, <laughs> his right now, the internet says that his net worth is $100 million. Tim Allen? Tim Allen? Yeah, Tim Allen. Oh, no surprise. That's crazy. And you think about it, like making one point, at the end of it, making $1.25 yeah. an episode on a show that does 22 episodes a season. And for a lot of years, you don't really see it now. Although I think you will, like- Know, one in the morning on TV land, you could probably find home improvement. Oh, yeah. But for a long time, that was all TBS. Syndication everywhere. Everywhere, home improvement. Um, ABC, and that's the thing. You could play it at ABC yeah. Family or wherever you wanted. Um, so, and he was in that perfect sweet spot of uh, syndication rights. Oh, yeah. Whereas, you know, like the famous story is like, uh, well, we talked about the Three Stooges. Stooges. Oh. Well, like the famous story is uh, Gilligan's Island, where like oh, they didn't yeah. see a fucking dime. And then you had Jerry Seinfeld, who and Larry David, who created the show, are now billionaires. Mm -hmm. um, Tim Allen was right in that sweet spot where uh, he was the star of the show, didn't necessarily create it, but like would just cash checks off of that forever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and that you know that's probably true of Cosby and Ray Romano, and that in the '90s was the perfect time to be a sitcom dad. No shit. And boy, I'm. Not one of them. <laughs> Although Ray, Ray, hopefully we don't find anything about Ray Romano. But I mean, the lightest is like Saget was a dirty comedian. We didn't know about that about him. Then Tim Allen smuggling drugs. And then I heard Cosby got an illegal jam up. So uh, that, really? That's so, weird. So that, boy, we really relied in the 90s on some flawed characters to be our, our perfect dads. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, tip of the cap to Tim Allen. What about and, Reginald Vell Johnson? Reginald Vell Johnson, you know what? He's squeaky clean. Yeah. Although he had to de deal with uh, Steve Urkel, you know, so he yeah. had his problems. <laughs> um, anything else uh, before we close up on Tim Allen here, Matt? We have the Mr. Candyman clip. Oh, well, I mean, as I've said before, <laughs> I will squeeze in Norm yeah, MacDonald right. any chance I get. So Tim Allen, another guest of the famed talk show, which I've deemed the best talk show of all time, Norm MacDonald Live. Uh, Tim Allen was on that program, and as I mentioned, he wasn't always comfortable with talking about yeah. uh, his past, and uh, I suspect Norm may have known that. Like in prison, did you ever hear somebody's, like, I don't know, maybe you just heard somebody at some point go, uh, hey, that Mr. Candyman. 
What the fuck? That was a long way hey to there, go for that. Mr. Kenny Man. No, but How no, about no. I have some of that cocaine? <laughs> like, were you expected, in other words, to get cocaine? No, the... I was not. I was not expected to do that. I'm really happy that you brought that up. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it was good. It was really good. Hey, Mr. Kenny Man, my nose is empty. <laughs> Was that really your nickname? Yeah, Candyman, that was it. No, it wasn't Candyman. Give me another joke. Hey, Mr. Candyman. (laughs) Never actually. But did they call you Candyman? No. (laughs) You just learned to pick soap up with your feet. That's all that I learned. You got friends. Yeah. You got friends. Yeah. You got friends on outside come in. <laughs> well, you do feel better. <laughs> wow. We weren't supposed to mention that. We're not. We're not. Of course not. We're not mentioning. All right. I mean, I really only included that because I love the idea. <laughs> of Norm just doing that voice to himself. There is no reason for him to say that. <laughs> hey, did you ever hear, hey, Mr. Candyman, my nose is empty? Uh, the odds of him having heard that. <laughs> he said yes, as a matter of fact. <laughs> and that's, that's the brilliance of Norm, oh. is that it seems like by him saying we're not supposed to mention that, I suspect maybe the publicist or something said like, hey, stay away from the drug stuff. Yeah. And Norm said, I don't think so. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to do a stereotype voice and ask... If he can fill my nose with some candy. Yeah. Remember a couple of years ago when they told me to stay away from the OJ jokes? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Norm is the greatest yeah. as I squeeze into every episode. Um, but yeah, it's uh, funny to hear, uh, uh, hear that clip. And uh, Tim Allen, I guess we have to say, a hell of a career. One of the more underrated careers when you really think about it. Yeah. And not particularly my favorite stand-up. Um, but I do believe there's room for that. Like I can't totally shit on particularly as we cover individual comedians here it would be tough to find every like family friendly comedian and be like you should be talking about something real it's because i don't want that either you know what i mean like i hate so much that comedy has become entirely political because of truth tellers you know what i mean like in a weird way the brilliant minds like carlin and louis ck and dave Chappelle have almost ruined comedy because everyone thinks they can do that now yeah. Where not everyone is able to make that funny. Um, and they end up just having like a serious speech, a monologue on stage. Yeah. So you need um you end up being Bill Hicks. Yeah, you need guys like uh you need guys like Tim Allen yeah. out there. So uh kudos to Tim Allen on a fantastic career. And uh I guess that's it. Do you boys have anything else before we wrap up here? No? No. All right. Uh go listen to a very good show from Mike Harris. Uh Vaulted Podcasts. For Matt from Rhode Island, Matt from RI on Twitter. If you want to uh, record some stuff, he'll help you out. And of course, patreon.com slash blind mic. You get these episodes a week early. Um, go to our link tree. We have merch and uh, support the show for free, for God's sake. Uh, if you don't want to pay, I understand. But, you know, Spotify, Apple, YouTube, subscribe. Give the stars or the thumbs up or whatever you can give. All of that helps the show, helps the algorithm, and helps us reach uh, more eyeballs. So do all of that. And we'll talk to you next time on Why Are You Laughing?